Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Chaos Inc. This is our lovely bi-weekly show. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, I am joined tonight by our cast of characters, Steph playing Apex. Let's jam. Oh, we went with the Cowboy Bebop. I love that. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> uh, next, we have Caleb playing Zed Lane. I- ideas are most to be feared when they become actions. Oh... That sounds like foreshadowing. That really sounds like foreshadowing. <laughs> it's like I planned it. That's deep. Uh-oh. Now <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> Next we have Michael playing Maxie. No, Maxie, I expect you to die. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> and finally, we have Kaylee playing Chone. Thanks for the introduction, Alex. And now I want to present our host tonight, Alex the Humanoid. Hey, what do you hey! know? I got an intro. Wow, that's As nice. Kaylee said, I am Alex the Humanoid. For those of you watching right now, if you would like to grab this lovely book right here, uh, you can go get it at playidentico.com. That's P-L-A-Y-I-D-E-N-T-E-C-O.com. You can also get some of our cool fun foil stickers, which look like this. Oh, yeah, stickers. We do have stickers. Uh, we also have the lovely Bunny Boy sticker. Man, I need some stickers. nice rover stickers. I believe there's a rider in our contracts that we're supposed to just get the stickers. Yeah, did we get the All stickers? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, oh, well, oh, there, there goes Caleb pointing at some oh, stickers behind. So him. Caleb gets stickers and we don't. Yeah. Caleb, well, that's, that's because he can't have a yarn wall. <laughs> he has not done the yarn wall yet. If I make I a legit yarn wall, keep a corkboard together. It's held <laughs> together by duct tape and it's falling apart. Oh, no, no. The unfortunate <laughs> thing is that's his vision board. Oh, oh. wow! It's an evil corporate future well, of death. That's dark. I thought that's we were dark. friends. <laughs> oh, we are. I love you, Caleb. Dang on. Um, you can also <laughs> find links there to find uh, our short story books uh, in Defiance of Chaos, Warehouse 54. Those are over on Amazon.com. And also you can get the PDF version of the core rulebook and our adventures. And I am currently still working on... The next Merry Heismas adventure, so Merry Heismas 3 for this year, but you can get Merry Heismas 1 and 2 over on Drive-Thru RPG. With that, uh, last episode, the team met with Mike Take, Tate, one of the founders and the former director of the Information Obser- Observations Group. Apex gave up the names of the four heads of the Sages. In exchange, they offered up something a little different. In order to secure Maxi's release, they had to provide a level of immunity to upgrade yourself industries. And so Mike Tate offered up the research director who created the product that killed Apex's sister. Mike Tate places a rob nearby where the executive is having dinner with her family and leaves the kill order to Apex, which she promptly gives. 
The IOG learning from Apex that the CEO of Identico Corp is part of the Sages, realizes they need a new proxy corp to work with. So they tell the characters to keep going forward with their mission for Omni and that they will quietly also act as undercover agents for the IOG in rooting out Lasagage and figuring out their next steps. Afterwards, the team went back to the apartment where Apex and Chone had, we'll call them heated conversations, about Apex's actions and how Chone felt about their perception of Apex after the fact. Uh, Maxi took this time to remind them that regardless of their feelings, they are a team, they do have a job to do, and so they needed to be, let's call it more professional. Uh, the IOG, at Chone's request, uh, developed a plan to exfil Chone's family and get them work hopefully out of the line of fire. And the team is now developing plans to capture Redcap and get more information on what's going on. And that's where we will pick up right there in the apartment where the tension can still be cut with a knife. <laughs> I picture there's I picture we have like the digital whiteboard up and the recycle the digital recycle bin in the corner is literally overflowing and there's just like crumpled up digital plans laying all over the digital whiteboard. Um, and the remaining thing is Zed's step one, contact Robert. <laughs> step two, develop question a job. Mark? Step three, question marks. Step four, profit. Yes. Yeah. And Chun is like at the table, like with their head in their hands, just like. So if I remember correctly, I made a phone call to Robert. Yes. And Robert mentioned to you, you said you needed a crew. And mm -hmm. he, he said, how many do you want like me? I think I said oh. like a dozen. <laughs> and he had replied with. I'll see what I can do. So I'll come back into the room because I think I either went to my room or the balcony. I don't remember. Um, but I'll come back into the room. Well, we... Um, There's a palpable tension in the room. <laughs> yes. Yes, Maxie. I'm aware of this. I can read the room. Oh no, I was I wasn't saying that in character. But I guess it is. It does make sense for something Maxie would say. So sure, what the heck? Maxie says, uh, Maxie says uh, there is a palpable tension in the room. Yes. Yes, there is. Um so uh, I, I know we are still putting plans together, but I did get the ball rolling on Robert's side of things. He is putting a crew together. We need to figure out uh, where to point him and what we need to do to support him. I'm open to ideas. So just refresh my memory uh, said the plan is for them to attack something without Redcap knowing that we're a part of it. And then Redcap hires them to capture us <clears throat> but because they're with us we're safe is this the plan am i more more or less yes okay i i, I think we can be flexible and adapt if we can figure something else out but this is okay. this is where we are right now we need to get him on red cap's radar so we need to do something 
he needs to do something and we can help him do it so that he can essentially get into Red Cap's good graces quickly. And then Red Cap would hopefully say, wow, you're cool. Why don't you go take out these four jerks that I don't like? And then we'll be in on it and our silent partners will be in on it and things will work out. Are there any local R&D labs we could have them hit, possibly from a competitor? There's an Upgrade Yourself Industries lab. You had identified that and had gotten some satellite photos of the campus area out near Palo Alto. That was Lab 424. And so you had identified some of those locations. In fact, I think Chone tried to remote hack some of the stuff, but couldn't quite figure out where the gateways were from a distance. We got some cameras and satellite imagery. That's about it. Hmm. Yep. Repaste those in your note file. And I feel like there were some other targets the IOG may have suggested to us, but I don't remember. So... Somebody had sent a message to them asking um, what other, hang on one moment, let me grab that. Uh, Other targets that Redcap would already be eyeing. Um, One of them Mm. is a guerrilla reporter for Double Barrel Media. Double Barrel Media, you know, is kind of a, a underground rag right um they're very well respected within like real journalist circles uh because they're basically always right um but the mainstream like corp owned media really hates them and so um that's one and the other is a fixer named swan who has some sort of information that they think that the Lasagash is interested in. Um, but you'd have to do more information. You'd have to do more. Uh, you'd have to do more looking into that. So if if these are two possible plays we have, I think Swan might be more appealing. Agreed. It seems more difficult to pull off, and that difficulty would certainly enhance their profile in Redcap's eyes. Could we maybe dig up a little dirt on on Swan if we can? Yeah. I believe we have uh, two wonderfully talented hackers that working together could probably accomplish that. Are you going for an after-school special here? You have to remember, its subtlety is not his skill. I apologize for the flowery language. <laughs> uh, so yes, because that's what was wrong with that. Both of you have built uh, search spiders in the past, so go ahead and give me software roles to deploy those, and you can include your tech head. And then we will use that, and then have... Are you sharing that information immediately with the rest of the group? Yes. Yes. I will. And I got a 24 total. Okay. I got a 37 total. 
Okay. Wow. Almost messed okay. up. Okay. I rolled, a, I rolled a nat 19. So. So. Um, <laughs> all right. With that, I'm going to those 24, 37. When anybody who has. Joan actually shares their data a little more flamboyantly. Like, actually, like, <laughs> on the screen, it kind of, like, tramples over Apex's data. Did you real quick make an awesome PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> yes, 100. Yes. No, no, it's not PowerPoint. It's Power BI. It's the next thing. Yeah, that's he's absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> so, anybody who has Underworld, please give me an Underworld roll. Do I have that? Um, if I have Street, can I use do Underworld? Yeah, yeah. but you're just so, not getting it at a huge bonus. It's just your okay. charisma. So taking my my skill and my <laughs> attribute of three and adding it to my nat one, I get a four. <gasps> Twinsies! <laughs> I also got a nat one plus three. We are horrible at the underworld right now. <laughs> I have all this information, but I don't really know what to make of it. That's basically what Apex and uh, and uh, well, Joan I, are saying. They're like, we have think, this information. We don't know what to do with it. Neither of us know what to do with it. Yeah, and, and we probably, if we got our heads together, could figure it out, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> oh, well, it's all quantum binary coded, and you require so much more hardware to take care of that. Okay, so I have a what about you? Okay, that's Zed. Okay. <laughs> what about what about Maxi? Okay, yeah, let's see if Maxi Maxi does not have Underworld, but we'll use phone, so. we'll use charisma here and see what happens. Uh, that's a straight eighteen. Okay, Zed. What you get immediately is he's aligned with some more, let's call them leftist style uh, fringer groups. Uh, his primary base of operations is in Vancouver, in Canada. Uh, but Swan is known to work his way up and down the I-5 corridor between Vancouver, Stack, which is the old Seattle Metroplex, uh, but primarily a West Coast guy. You do have some photos. Um, based on the photos, he's tall, very lanky, very long arms. Looks uh, The data you have shows that he's about 6'7". Uh, about dreadlocks that go down to about the middle of his back. I think Caleb has run into Swan before. <laughs> Possibly. Zed. <laughs> uh, Zed probably has seen pictures, seen some rumors. So this he's he's well known on the West Coast. He's a he's a top tier fixer. So as I am kind of parsing some of this data that is being thrown onto the the virtual tabletop, I'll pull a couple articles out, pull a couple pictures out, do the whole like whoosh, circle someone's face kind of thing. Okay. So, so this guy is well connected. He's really good at what he does. Um, he could potentially be a very good target just kind of he's high value he's dangerous if if red cap has his eyes on this guy even peripherally and we help robert's crew get him that that could be a big win could earn some bones 
Uh, Maxie's trying to contact Jose to ask questions about Swan. Uh, possibly a fixer might know a fixer. What do, What specifically are you asking Jose? I'm asking what particular trades that Swan fixes for, what, what type of work Swan does, and if Swan works with anybody locally that he knows of. Uh, I, got a, I got an 18 on that that underworld roll. Okay. Um, takes about 15 minutes, but Jose does get back to you and says, yeah, as a matter of fact, you remember the one uh, Lillian? And then there's a thumbs up on the, the text. <laughs> <laughs> he, works with, he works with Lillian <laughs> periodically. They're friends. Swan? Um, then there's the, the head blown emoji. And another thumbs up. Do you share that with us? Yes. Okay. So my <clears throat> my contact Jose is aware of Swan, and Swan does business locally with someone we know, Lillian. Oh. Okay. I would rather not get on Lillian's bad side. Just if Lillian needs a fixer, I happen to know one. <laughs> like, oopsie, we took out your fixer. Here's a replacement. <laughs> he is very good. Well, um, shoot. Well, I was going to suggest a crazy plan, but that does throw a little kink in it. I was going to say what if we get Swan and then see if Red Cap reaches out to us to, well no that would just send him after all of us probably <laughs> I was going to say what if we capture him and then Red Cap reaches out and we're like oh well we'll trade Swan but then, you know. For you. Or, yeah, why don't you come here? We'll trade Swan. <laughs> as, as our plans go, that one's starting I, low. Yep. You know, I set the baseline. You're welcome. No wrong answers in brainstorming. We know this. Thank you, Zed, But there's for some bad acknowledging ideas. that. Okay. But there's very bad ideas. It's not wrong. It's just bad. It's okay, but you know, believe we're, we're the getting, term, getting the juices flowing. I believe the know. term is that we would need to workshop that idea. Yes, workshop it, mix it up, switch it around. Sounds good. Okay, so we're looking at these two because we're trying to get to Red Cap so they can snatch him. Mm -hmm. And the, we're doing that because we don't know where Red Cap is, right? Yes. Okay. That is correct. So we're balancing all of our hopes and dreams on having these guys go and do something that might catch Red Cap's attention, and maybe has to say him, have him go, "Hey, you're really cool. Why don't we date? And you can go and get my buds over here and kidnap them and bring them to me or kill them. And then what do we do if we get that lucky?" So then we would know that Robert's coming after us. 
we would mm-hmm. put on a little bit of a flash show. Robert catches us, takes us to Red Cap, and then the IOGs on our ta- on our heels. Again, what that if- is assuming that that we would be delivered to Red Cap and not simply killed on site. There we go. Yeah, that would probably be more likely. What value do we have to Red Cap that would require him to take us? Maxi, that is. That is Make an intelligence question. check. <laughs> <laughs> Maxi, that's a 64 million Saul question. Why does he want us? We don't know. I, don't, I can figure um, that out. I will take payment at this account. <sighs> 21 for Maxi. Um, it occurs to Maxi that Redcap hasn't really tried to kill you. Okay, and based on now what you've learned about Lasagage and who is behind it and the the forehead, since you were all in that meeting together, um, if Redcap wanted to kill you, it doesn't. It strikes Maxi that I mean you're talking about Identico Corp, which created the chip system. You're talking about Benevolent, the largest producer of foodstuffs on the planet. You're talking about Pastuli, which is they're not only like the biggest waste disposal company in the Americas, but they're also one of the biggest because of their recycling ability. They are the largest um, uh, uh, commodities dealer as well, because they break things down to constituent elements, like every piece of waste that they get across. And so their recite, like, like they supply probably 60% of the plastics used in cybernetics. And so, and it's all recycled, which again, from a PR perspective, makes them look great. Their CEO has been on different things. They've talked about giving him a Nobel for him cleaning up the garbage patches in the oceans. All right. Um, so it strikes me that since we have not been targeted for death yet and had, they have not been made any attempts, it's unlikely that we, that death is imminent for us. Yeah, they're probably not gonna kill likely. you outright. Do we know Red Cap's connection with the sages? Like, is he for them, against them? He's working for them. He with works them? for them. Okay. He's working for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I mean, what if we just like put some information out there uh, for Red Cap to pick up and threaten to? release everything we know about the sages unless he meets us at whatever location which we would then know is a trap because obviously he's still not just gonna waltz in there but if red cap cap if red cap is as talented a hacker as he appears to be it's likely any information we put together would be found as false beforehand I think her point is, if we put out actual information, or threaten to put out actual Threat, information. Yeah, don't necessarily put it out, but threaten to put it out there. But we'd have to prove that we know the information to Redcap. It's not, surprisingly, not a bad idea. Thank you. <laughs> we have to consider what other Take heat that may bring there. on us, though. Oh, I know it'll because bring the heat. Right. And, yeah. and we're we, racing the clock here. So 
I don't know how much risk is acceptable. Will we be able to continue to do our jobs when it's over if it's known we have this known if we know if it's known we know this information? there's a good chance we're in bed with people who will protect us. Just may, ne- may never be able to go out in the light of day again. That's fine. I mean, it's not a big deal for me. Um. Again, disguises are key. <laughs> We've got, or we had a great hat. I just said murdered it but yeah murderer um, number one took care of that okay that was i believe before we do anything else before we take any further action or decide anything i believe this needs to be dealt with and i am not trying to be anything more than professional about how this needs to happen for us to continue to work together on this endeavor maxi Uh, you're 100 right I would ask to take your lead. Please apologize. Wait. Are you still on the hat thing? Maxie's got a point. (laughs) We need to get past the hat thing. And until you apologize, that's not going to happen. If the hat thing is a point of conflict, then yes, we do need to get past that as well. (laughs) That is not the point of conflict I was referring to. Chonin, I believe you know that. I'm going to go get some fresh air. I will follow. Uh, we can converse on the on the patio. Okay. I'll, um, wait here or something. In here. So. And the rest of the street was awkward. <laughs> I think I think we can figure something out to do. Look, I have a cat, so. <laughs> Everybody always we'll become cats and dogs on the street. We'll become yeah, a cat yeah. video, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk. So we either talk or, or we don't do anything. We tell them we talked and then play nice it's up to you I don't think I can play nice you've kind of shown that so far <laughs> um. that that's it I mean I, I tend to just show things that I'm feeling not repress these you know weird tendencies to order people murdered in front of their family. Okay, that was not a tendency. I mean, I hope it's not a pattern. I just thought maybe tendency was a polite word. It's not either. It's... Predilection? I don't know how to explain it to you. You don't want to listen. Well, I'm being forced to right now. Maxie, will you please stop sending me? Chone makes a rude gesture at the window where Maxie <laughs> just texted, like, twin thumbs up. <laughs> You're muted, Michael. 
<laughs> I, I, I run your lips on that word. Maxie is standing at the door. It works because Maxie was standing at the door doing this, so <laughs> makes sense. Actually, yeah, it does. Uh, Maxie's standing at the door and looking like this and going like this and going like this. <laughs> and then he turns around to have a discussion with Zed. Okay. If you want to talk and listen, I'm open to that. But so far, you haven't wanted to listen, so... I'm listening. However, and Chone reaches up in in AR like clo- di- like tints the windows so nobody can see in. I'm not sure what you want me to say. I don't know what you're going to say either. If I understood what what happened and what was going through your mind and who you apparently are, we wouldn't be in this situation. Who I am is a person who loved her sister so completely that when she died, it broke me. I know. You told me that. And I was all on board with helping you get Upgrade Yourself. I was completely on board with trashing everything they ever did, ruining their name, running them out of business. But, but not just cold-bloodedly having somebody assassinated in front of their wife. Do you know what that woman's going to go through now? She just saw the, the most important person in her entire existence wiped out for no reason whatsoever without any explanation. Oh, you're going to, okay, let's, you want me to call her up and you can explain it to her? Now, I'm... She's never going to know your reasons for it. Uh, you know, it, and that's that's the thing. I'd understand if you would have said, okay, let's kidnap her. Hell, let's torture her for her information. I'm fine with that information. And then if you want to stab her in the heart, that's fine. I have a problem with how you didn't even stop and think about the collateral damage you were inflicting. That's the problem I have. That's the problem I have, and that is not the apex that I really... (sighs) That's not the person I thought you were. I know. And apparently, I, I really misunderstood. I really did. I mean, I've known you since we met in BA. It, it's been years. And I was excited beyond belief to come up here and just do this job with you and maybe find a way to help you with your little project. I shouldn't say little project. It was everything to you. And I understand that. But you didn't even care about what else happened you got your revenge you got your pound of flesh and you're happy now right i'm not happy i've (laughs) fooled me you were the cold cold businesswoman and you were just like yeah that was my you killed that my enemy for me that's awesome i'm badass now and i'm happy that's what you put out there i put that out there because if i don't I won't even function. 
I, I legit don't even know how to function since Abigail died. And I threw everything I had into researching what happened and finding out everything I could, which was limited, and finding out that my sister wasn't the only one. And if she wasn't the only one, then how many more people were going to die in the future? And I made a terrible decision. But if I hadn't done that in that moment, if we'd lost her and lost that opportunity, how many more people were going to die? And I'm already broken. So what's breaking me a little more and making a terrible choice? So if it saves people. So what you've chosen to do is by taking that moment, you've created yourself. You've created another one of you. That woman that was sitting at the dining room table with her is now just as broken and shattered as you were. Except she doesn't have a target for her anger. She doesn't have the skills that you have. She doesn't have the brain that you have. She has nothing except her grief. And that's the part I can't believe you don't understand. I understand it. You think I'm not going to live every day knowing what I did and questioning what I did. If I saved lives, if I made the right call, you think I'm not constantly questioning myself. I don't need my best friend questioning me too. I'm doing that enough on my own. I just don't get how you made that call so cold. I, I, I couldn't sleep last night. I saw that shot over and over again. And all I could think of was what if that had been my mom being killed in front of my other mom? And my mom and dad had to lay there and watch as they picked up, as they picked up my mom. You know, I understand that's how you probably feel because of Abigail, but you made the decision without even thinking about it, without asking if there's another way. And that's the part I don't understand. Apex, I came here because you we're my best friend. I love you to death, but I don't know what you're doing right now. I never know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do what I can. I, I dove into this for revenge and then I got wrapped up with this whole bigger story that I, I wasn't even aware of. And Alondra took me under her wing and taught me about the sages and everything that the corporations are capable of and I mean they caused the nuclear explosions like this is not simple decisions none of this is simple none of it's easy and none of it's right none of it's right it's oh, just no. a matter I of trying to save lives as best we can and I might have made the wrong call, but I did what I had to do. The, the, I guess I'm still stuck on the fact that, like I said, 
I, I would have helped you shoot her. I would have, like, tied her in the chair for you. But you didn't think about what you were creating, what else was happening. You saw your shot and you took it. I mean, I know that yeah. the corpse are, I know that the corpse are bent, okay? I mean, my corpse seems to be the best out of the bad bunch. And maybe IOG is even better because they're above it all. But the entire world is is screwed, okay? It's screwed up. Yeah. And I didn't want to see you get screwed up by it, too. You were... I already am. I, but you were still Apex. You were still my friend, and I still loved you. That's why I did what I could to save your family from this. And I owe it you for, for you. And I, I owe you for that. But <laughs> I was I was scared. If, if you want the if you want the truth, I was scared, and all I could think of was. Abigail and people like her who lost their lives and all I could do was second guess what if I don't take this opportunity and I'm not saying I made the right call but that's what I did and I can't change it no you can't but see you're still you're not quite grasping this. I am scared for you. Now, if you look at Maxie, okay, look at those two out there. I mean, if you could see through the tent. Maxie, if he sees a target and it's in his crosshairs, he's going to shoot it. No questions asked. Period. That's the end of the story. It's He's off to have a burger or whatever it is Maxie has. He sends an emoji to somebody telling him the job's done and you're good to go. Zed apparently is the most amoral thing. I mean, if you look at the old, the, the classic movie with the rat dragging the piece of pizza through the streets, that's Zed, but in a better outfit. <laughs> but, but, but you we're supposed to be above it all. You, you're you were, I guess it's unfair of me. I, I really thought that you're, you were so anti-corp and you were so against getting down in the mud and the dirt and everything that I didn't think that would ever happen. And you just made that decision so cold. And I, I don't know how to react to it and I can't process it. That's fair. I mean, it, it's fair. I, I'm not saying what I did was right or easy or anything. I just need my friend to help me when I'm so broken that I don't know what to do. Chon is getting up and is pacing during this now. I'm, I'm just lost, Chone. And you're like the, the closest thing to family I have. I I lost my sister. My parents are still working with Upgrade Yourself. And 
don't understand me anymore. Nobody understands me anymore. And you're all I had left. I can't lose you. I... I'm just trying to understand. <sighs> I don't... I don't know how to make you understand because I don't think it's understandable. Chone, uh, like, comes to the end of one aisle of pacing and is on Apex's side of the table and they just turn and slam their hand into the into the door leading accidentally to Zed's room and somehow with an 11 strength manages to, like, break a hole through it. Of course, probably breaking their knuckles and maybe a finger or two. But... Oh. Well, in this case, I'm going to say give me a determination check. Not strength, <laughs> determination. This is okay. why I like determination. Determination is one of my favorite stats in this game. That's All cool. right, let's do determination. That is 13. That is a 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, you put a pretty sizable hole there. Um I'm gonna say you didn't break anything, but you definitely bruised your hand. Yeah, <laughs> I, broke, I think I there's not the a skin. hole in the door. Like, yeah, not all the, the way skin, through, but through the first knuckles. layer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're good. I'm glad, I'm glad that wasn't my face, at least. So progress. Chun <laughs> like turn like whirls on you. I would never hurt you. You know that. Just because I'm mad at you, Apex, doesn't mean I'm ever... I would never do that. I know. And then I went and hurt you. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, I just don't... It's gonna take me time to understand this. I... I've never lost any... I've never lost my sister. I, I know that. I'll never know that pain. All I can do is imagine it and know the distant echo of what you've been feeling. And Chone kind of comes over and, like, kneels next to Apex where she's sitting. And, like, right next to her. It's just like... I'm sorry I've been an ass. It just... You mean more to me than anybody but my family. And I'm really afraid that I'm losing you. I'm afraid that I'm losing you. Then Chone kind of like turns up their hand and puts it in front of you, like palm up. Maybe we should just hang on. Yeah, I'll reach out and take your hand. And Chone will pull you, like, into a really, really tight embrace. And they start crying. Yeah, I'm full-on sobbing on your shoulder. It's not everything. <laughs> and I think we should I think we should cut to Maxie and Zed at this I was going to say, what are, yes, please. <laughs> Maxie and Zed are standing outside. What are Maxie yes. and Zed talking about? Yes, please. <laughs> so, so don't get noodles from there. You go two blocks over. <laughs> Get, the, get beer in the sandwich from the first place, bring it over for the noodles. Rookie mistake. Do they use the classic Wagyu or the synthesized? 
Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how much you pay. I mean, if, if you got the money, they'll go classic, but it's a pretty penny. Good noodles are always worth the money. Goddamn right they are. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm, a- not, I'm sensing no further hostility in the room behind <laughs> us. At least the voices have quieted. <laughs> the voices have quieted. The voices have quieted. Uh, when you peek your head in the door, Zed, there's a hole in your door. And Apex and Chode, like, look like they've just finished hugging and crying. Chone's shoulder is very wet from tears. As is Apex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real gross. (laughs) There's, yeah, there's, there's snot everywhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, are 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 Apex and Chone ugly criers? Chone is one hundred percent. Yeah, Apex is not a crier. So when she cries, it's like all the cries come out. <laughs> so Chone is pretty fair skinned for especially for somebody from Buenos Aires, and they're, <laughs> they're blotchy and red and yeah, just... the, the the red eyes and the yeah. poof, puffy. <laughs> Is it? Are things resolved? <laughs> Chon just kind of looks at Apex with like kind of a raised eyebrow, like the Spock brow. Yeah, yeah. I might need to change my shirt, but uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we're okay. Very good. We'll be fine. As this appears to have been resolved, I suggest you change so we can continue on with our activities. Yeah, so what's the plan? We are still deciding. Chone wanders off into their room. You hear some rustling and then comes back on with the exact same shirt, but clean and tosses <laughs> another one to Apex. Russell. Russell. Oh, thank you. I don't have any jimmies. <laughs> I mean, I could just, you know. No, <laughs> no. no. That's a nope. We're on Twitch. <laughs> That just happened. That just happened, everybody. I will step into the other room and change into the new shirt and come back out. Uh, you do hear like some loud nose blowing in the other room before I come out, though. I'm not going to do the Foley work for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I gotta... Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> well, when when Apex and Chone come out of their respective rooms, uh, 
Maxie will simply turn. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Chun's sitting next to Apex, or next to Apex's spot when she comes back. And I'll come and sit by Joan. It would appear we only have two good options. I say good objectively, of course, but I believe strategically there are only two good options. Option A, we make ourselves more valuable to Redcap and in turn find a way for to convince him to take us himself. Or option B, our original plan, which was to hire a proxy group to act as our betters in Redcap's eyes and then pay that proxy group to turn on Redcap and turn him in with our assistance. One sounds much simpler than the other. One sounds much more complicated, but with with that many moving parts, it may also be more reliable in the end. Do we need to find out what Redcap wants from us in order to better come up with a plan? I think that's number one. Oh, that was number one. That was before question mark? I think so, yes. Pre-profit. Because number two, I think, has to do with us assuming that Roberto and his people don't just tell Redcap, who's very powerful, extremely well-connected, and has all the money in the world, about our double about our double cross therefore triple crossing us and ending us all dead in the gutter too which i do feel like robert kind of has a motivation to do that i mean he met us the same night his sister died i mean uh, let's uh, it's kind of i mean that's why i'm playing that card he wants to turn us in yeah, but That's does he actually want to turn us in? Does he want to want to turn us in? Or does, <laughs> does he fake want to turn us in or real want to turn us in? Just like does he need to need to turn us in? <laughs> he hasn't killed us yet. Well, he hasn't had a lot of time. We've been busy. So it's only been about five days. That's... Like, your team is... And we've been discussing these options for three. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying, like, in your... your, It hasn't been long. Like, you've you've all only been in in Silicon City for about a week. Time flies. It's a week. (laughs) Time flies when you're not... Well, Identico has a 72-hour day. (laughs) Oh, that explains everything. Well, I guess it's been, I guess now it's probably been about nine or ten because you didn't have that gap day where Maxie was missing. Oh yeah, yeah. Maxie's day off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like a day and a half there. So yeah, he's practically had a week. I mean, if he wanted to kill us, what's he waiting for? <laughs> well, having Robert's group try to work with Redcap is possibly a more reliable way to find out what Redcap wants with us. There mm. is a chance he may reveal some information to them that we can then use to get more information. That's a good point. If we put anything out into the ether, we are assuming that Redcap is going to be interested in that thing that we say we are going to know or say that we know without Maxie. any real confirmation. Maxie, you're a genius. Well, let's not go that far. Well, Apex? Apex? I, yeah. 
What about Para? Oh. If anybody can find something out about Redcap, I mean, Paro maybe? I think that's certainly worth trying. Um. On the whiteboard, <laughs> Joan wrote, Paro, what do you know about Redcap? Question <laughs> mark, because I'm dictating to Siri. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I do that. Uh, you can probably dictate to the whiteboard. Hey, Paro. <laughs> All of Ghost Rider, the, the words like come in and disappear. And then about five minutes later, uh, Apex, you get a text from Lillian. Oh, oops. And oh. she says, What the hell are you into? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> As you recall, Paro and Lillian are friends. Yeah. Um, I mean, she knows that we know Paro, so I'm sure it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm going to reply with, uh, well, that's the question of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I told you, it's a, she texts me back. She says, I thought I told you before, looking for red cap is a good way to get dead quick. Yeah. What if we kind of need to get a hold of him though kind of stretching that, that she replies kind of stretching the <laughs> definition of the word need <laughs> um do you know how to get a hold of him <laughs> winky face emoji <laughs> you see typing 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 delete 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 typing, typing. <laughs> yes the question is do I want to do you want to? Not particularly. Are you sharing this with us? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not being secretive about it, so, okay. you know. <laughs> Tell her to set up, say, to let Red Cap know we want a meet with him and let it be there. If, it, if he wants to meet with us, he'll meet with us. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Uh... Can, can you tell him we'd like to meet with him? Would that... Uh, be problematic. This says for me? Question mark. No. <laughs> okay. For you, probably. I can take care of myself. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, if it's no problem for you, then uh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be super helpful. You can I'd prove your. You can <laughs> prove your abilities by letting. Paro know that you killed someone. Me, sorry. That, you, that shows you are serious. I'm pretty sure Paro knows everything. I think Paro knows like a lot. Paro knew enough to get that message immediately over to. Did Paro get the message to Lillian, or did Lillian just message You're me guessing. out of the blue? You're guessing. I'm guessing. Um, <clears throat> it's a I solid thought... inference. Yeah. Um, so I, I will text her. Did Paro contact you? Yep. Okay. okay. Well, that answers that. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, ugh. What do I say, you guys? Um, I mean, we need to... 
we need red cap. I mean, if we're after red cap, this seems like a straightforward and maybe not easy way, but I mean, much less convoluted than any of our other plans. And the challenge that's, being that's that Red Cap at any time could have initiated a meeting with us on their own reconnaissance. Recognizance. Maybe they not were just waiting until we were grown up enough to find them. <laughs> um, Do you want I'm me gonna... to set up a meet or not? <clears throat> Said you're being awfully quiet over there for you. <laughs> Are you thinking about the hat, too? Are you thinking about the pizza? Pizza, that's a Wait, good idea. <laughs> there will be I, pizza coming no, in this. Never mind, it's an inside joke. Don't worry about it. Show <laughs> orders pizza, wow. though. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, so we potentially have a direct route to Red Cap. Yes. If we request a meet that's going to tip him off, he know he might already know that we have that connection and he's waiting for it. This might push him to take action that he otherwise taken. I don't necessarily like being so straightforward. I think it opens a lot of variables that are more out of our control. So, okay, and Chone's diagramming us in the whiteboard. We need to get to Red Cap so that IOG can swoop in and woo. I don't write IOG or anything like that, but I'm making like little gestures. So we can do that. Or we can contact Roberto, who goes and takes care of Swan, who maybe gets the attention of cap and then maybe red cat gets a hold of roberto to maybe come and capture us or kill us yeah i think that's a lot more steps that's like five more variables that's a lot of like what if red cap doesn't want to hire robert what if red cap hires robert but for some other thing because we don't even know if red cap's trying to capture us <clears throat> it's like that classic tv show what if about divergent timelines? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I have to agree with what is shown here, Zed. The plan with Robert does have its strong marks, but it is much more complicated, and there are many more variables leading to possible failure. If you can come up with a way to simplify it or to remove some of the variables, I'm all ears. I, I'm more willing to accept those variables because we have a little control over them. I I don't like going essentially right to the source. Okay. Let me I'm gonna text Lillian and say, do you know what Redcap wants with us? Ooh, good call. She says I don't. She goes, I thought it was a little odd when you first told me he was putting you under surveillance? Well, that was a good idea, but didn't pan out. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll... 
up to you. We can always um, chat with Lillian some other time if we need her up later. But so if what what would the context be like? Obviously, you have this relationship with Lillian. She has some sort of relationship with Redcap. She's obviously hesitant to interact with him, but she's seems to be stating that she would not be under an immediate threat. So their relationship seems to be potentially positive, at the very least neutral. Which but seems if she of- goes to him, oh. what is that? What does that inquiry state? What line of of thought process that does that send Redcap down? Because if someone who is not important to him comes to him and says, "Hey, these people you were tailing now want to meet with you," that level of unknown is what's concerning to me. I'm open to other ideas. I just don't know what they are. I already set the bar for the worst idea. I think like we need to build up now. Our window of opportunity is growing <laughs> smaller. Yeah. Time is of the essence. I'm not opposed to a direct maneuver like this. My worry I- is a very direct maneuver leaves us open to more negative consequences. So I feel like then we need a more indirect maneuver with less variables. Because I feel like there's a lot that can go wrong with the Robert slash Swan plan. Not to shoot down your plan, it just you've shot down plenty of mine, so <laughs> I'm fine with a more efficient plan. Okay. I'm just not sure what very what we can eliminate or streamline. I believe we should if, call Frey vote. Oof. Not a, I'm not a fan uh, of democracy. According to rule Robert's rules of order, you need to have a motion. Um to, to call a vote, uh, but I mean, does anybody else have any other plans? I guess this is not That's, a democratic council. I'm simply in the interest of time saying we need to pick one plan and flesh it out, or pick the other plan and flesh it out. We cannot afford the time to flesh out both plans. Well, wait a minute. Okay. There, there may be a third plan here. There we go. That's I what I was saying. I wasn't considering the Lillian variable before. Okay. Lillian, if Lillian has a direct line to Redcap. Could she give them Robert's crew and say, hey, I have a connection with a very reliable local crew. You're after these four targets. I know there's beef between them. How can I facilitate? Essentially, she's acting as a fixer for for all of us just as a bit of a confusing. But, but again, if Redcap wanted us, we would likely be in Redcap's custody currently. So we still need to come up with a way to force Redcap's hand in action. I 
Zed, I understand what you're saying. Um, you don't like the, the straight on nature of the deal, but I mean, it may be sometimes the straight on like frontal attack is the best way to go. I mean, I mean, or we could go for some takeout, see if we get tailed, capture the people tailing us and be like, hey, why does Redcap want us? And then we get takeout. Well, I get pizza coming, so I mean, we could oh. do both. Okay, well, we where could go for ice cream. From? Wait, where <laughs> did you get pizza from? Where? Uh, Monado's. Did you get their thin crust or their deep dish? No, the deep dish. Was it Monado's Pizzeria or was it Pizza by Monado's? No, the original Monado's Pizzeria. See, I'm a Pizza by Monado's guy. <laughs> oh my god, you wow. probably you probably like new 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 Coke. T- no, don't don't I, question I like, free pizza like then. Clear like- coke. <laughs> oh no, like vintage clear. Uh, no, that's I really know. expensive. It's impossible like- to find. All That's what makes that. it good. You probably like Coke Blue too, don't you? Ugh. Eh, with the right mixer, it's fine. But we're we're getting off topic now. Yeah, eat pizza, then go out for ice cream, then catch the tail, question them, go get red cap. Well, hold on. Again, we are catching a tail that may or may not exist. <laughs> right, uh, and and it's it, it, tails are are so far removed from from the source they're not going to know what's going on that's just a hey go follow these people and send me pictures they're they're never going to know that's work you give to someone that you barely trust exactly they might as well call you mr johnson who oh this guy that keeps calling me about my car's extended warranty (laughs) i hate that guy I mean, I only bought the car like a couple days ago. <laughs> I didn't even we get have, the extended so warranty. Pizza is being delivered. <laughs> I believe we should stay here and work this out. Again, time is of the essence. We do not have time to go to Pizza by Manado's. Which well, is the drone the is actually pizza delivering here. your pizza because Chone requested pizza delivery. And it's been Hell that yeah. long now. I go outside. So there's actually a drone delivering your pizza to the balcony. <laughs> While we are in this discussion, give me just a moment. And Maxi starts typing in a a, one order of an order of one pie to Pizza by Monados. Okay, it'll be there in fifteen minutes. (laughs) We really have our priorities straight now. While we are discussing the plan, (laughs) while we are discussing the plan, we can also discuss the merits of which pizza is better. Taste test. Ooh, a taste test. All right. Could we Okay, I don't I don't know Lillian. I know she made me when we were at the bar. Yeah. Could you could you based on your relationship with her try to get her to figure out why Red Camp wants us? Because no matter what version of the plan we're talking about, that is a missing piece. That is a huge missing yeah. piece. That information will probably cost us a lot. That's what I was thinking. Um, I know, right? Yeah. We have the resources of the IOG to draw from. 
It, well, can they it, just tell us why Redcap wants us? It may not be a resource <laughs> thing. It's probably favor for favor type thing. Yeah. Well, the way this is going, we'll probably end up having to go get Swan for Redcap and, you know... These plans are hurting my head now. Yeah, can we just ask Lillian for Redcap's number? Just text him and be like, hey, want to meet? She says that she could set up a meet, but she doesn't have a number. <laughs> really? I was mostly joking. <laughs> just saying, like... Uh, God. Redcap, okay, so... he's like most counter until people has like 30 burner glows. Uh... And that's about it. <laughs> so, whatever the reason Redcap wants us... We don't know that, but he at least was observing us. Yeah. So he's interested yeah. in us. He would potentially Which take our call. Could be because of the knowledge we have about the sages. But so we it didn't could all be your fault, knowledge. is what you're saying. Oh. Okay, wow. Hey, lay off, Ed. <laughs> I mean, what was, was it us being tailed coming into the country? Or was it her being tailed when she met with us? Let me be clear. I believe Redcap was interested in, in us before we knew anything about the sages. Well, I've known for a while. Well, she knew but, about it a long time ago. But he was um, shadowing your apartment. Not, guessing at what Redcap wants is a fool's game. Where we can just ask and know. Again, the assumption is that Redcap will tell us exactly what we want to know, or exactly why wow. they want us, in which case, again, another variable. And if we're really going to fall down the rabbit hole, Redcap's working for the sages. Do the sages want us, or does Redcap want us? Or did someone contract Redcap, contract Redcap for completely another reason? Um... This is a two pizza problem. Yeah, I think we need some like extra yarn. <laughs> and uh, what I would just like to say as the GM, this is precisely the yarn wall that I was hoping for. <laughs> when we pitched this game, like, it's you, like Scandal with a John LeCar novel. And you it's get like, it all in one episode. <laughs> you pictured us talking in circles for an entire session. The, yeah, <laughs> the new subtitle for this episode is The Yarn Wall. Yeah, that's the the, episode title now. There we go. So (sighs) the danger beyond the obvious physical danger, if we contact Redcap or try to contact Redcap, Uh the the danger is he ghosts us. He says, oh, they're on to me. He clearly has more resources and more power at his disposal. He leaves. He removes yeah. himself from the equation. We've now lost a bargaining chip with the IOG. That's true. I think that's highly unlikely. Why? Would you like to know why? I would. I literally just said that. Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I think Redcap is powerful enough and connected enough that he's not going to ghost us. He's going to wipe us out. If he feels he is compromised, He's going to try and kill us. And what better chance to do that than at the meet we set up with? Well, 
another factor because we're just throwing out variables here. We've been talking a whole lot about collateral damage. And if we are pulling on that Lillian lever, she now becomes a liability. Either herself and her network being wiped out, her connection with Apex. Chone's eyes get a little hard at that because somehow you overheard something that they thought you had not overheard. I wasn't necessarily referring to that conversation. I just meant like in the general mood of the last two episodes. (laughs) As a player, I get that. Lillian's a big girl and I'm pretty sure she'll make her own decision and be informed of that decision by what she knows. I think if Lillian just sets up a meeting for us, she's not in any danger because she said she's not. I think if we ask her to double cross Redcap by... (laughs) (laughs) I looked up her right as you did that. (laughs) That was amazing. Um, I'm fine. Um, I think if we ask her to double cross Redcap by hiring Robert... I think that puts her in danger. And I especially guess we if assume... we if we do it secretively, like obviously, you know, if we give her all the information, let her decide. That's another thing. Right. And she has made the statement that she is not in danger. Or at the very least implied that the danger is negligible enough that she could set up a meeting with Redcap. She's surprised. She's shocked. She's worried. She's saying that we are more in danger than she is. So she's removing herself from that part of the equation. If we set up a meeting, we walk into it knowing it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a double cross trap. The best trap to walk into is the one you know is there. I mean, if you have to walk into a trap. Everyone, I believe we've entered what my military background calls analysis paralysis. While we stand here debating multiple new plans and new courses in action, Chone, is now the appropriate time for that? When isn't? No. I mean, like being shot at is probably not a good time for it. That's fair. Thanks. Yeah. So... If the three of you would like to continue coming up with possible plans, feel free. I'm going to take action. Oh. And uh, Maxi pushes away from the table and heads to his room to start gathering his gear. You gonna tell us what action that is? You haven't finished your pizza. Oh. You notice which pizza he did finish more of, though. Yeah. You mean the only one that's gotten here so far? Sorry, I want to ride while you all were debating. I, oh, okay. didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, GM. You do not get to interject that. This is our fight. <laughs> all you the stay out of this. Damn it. Okay. So, so, what you GM power? so if, we, if we ask Lillian to set the meet, mm. we can we can pick the area. Yeah. No. Possibly. She have IOG at the ready. Can, we have IOG at the ready. We, as an as as a potential ace up the sleeve, we have Robert and his crew 
in driving distance if something really, really goes bad. Technically, we could do that too. A good backup. If we really, really, really wanted to cover tracks, which I'm not on board with this one 100% because I just thought this through. Uh, so I'm going to bring it up and then I'm going to shoot it down because we could always call in our corpse resources to back us up. But then the more people that know about it, the more danger we're in because the chance of a leak will happen. Yeah, I agree that that's not the best idea um, unless I'm being paid to break contracts. I'm still on our contracts payroll. Yeah, I know. You expensed another set of underwear today. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Wash them? Yes. Uh, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Right. Oh my God. Go over to Maxie. Maxie, you're geared up. <laughs> and Maxie is, while he's gearing up, he's like, he's putting together some things with his left hand and his right hand. He's texting Jose. Okay. And he's asking Jose if if Jose can possibly put him in contact with um, Swan. Um, he says, "Give me a little bit." And okay, so he's he says, "Give me a little bit." Thumbs up, dollar okay. sign. <laughs> dollar sign. <laughs> he uh, a- after the dollar sign, he goes, "Yeah, this is going to cost you." Um. <laughs> So what are, the, what are the three of you doing now? <laughs> so you you all see Maxie come out of his room, geared up with his glow in his hand. Uh, Maxie's got you know he's got a rifle, his rifle slung over one shoulder. He's got his holsters on. Uh, he appears to have his you know close combat weapons tucked in. He's wearing kind of a a combat unisuit, um, combat combat smock. That's not what it's called, but I like the idea of it being a smock. You're wearing BDUs. I'm wearing BDUs, yes, basically. No, um, it's a combat smock. Combat smock. smock. Combat onesie. <laughs> and note to self, have that commissioned as art combat and smock. Then, um, and then in in his left hand, he's got his glow. In his right hand, he's carrying a medium-sized pelican case. Chone, is, Chone stops with a piece of pizza hanging out of their mouth. It's the last piece of pizza. We're going with her. I think they said, where are you going? I will be meeting with Swan. So that escalated quickly. (laughs) I would like to remind the group about what happened the last time Maxie went off on his own. Um, Also, Maxie, you were saying we need to do the teamwork thing. So do you want our help with that? Agreed. Uh, I was essentially hoping that my taking action would spur you to make a decision. Okay, well, my decision would be to help you. I I feel like I feel like we're definitely leaning towards the seeing if Lillian can set up a meet and then getting enough backup in case something goes sideways plan. I think that's where we were headed to until we started being bullied in the swan direction. Just Again, when you make a decision, you can call me names all you'd like. Until then. All right. We go no. after. We ask Lillian to do it. Poop head. I have been called much worse by much better people. 
I doubt so, that. Wow, are teamwork, you, people. <laughs> are wow. you texting Lillian at this point? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Since Joan's saying we've decided to do that, I will start texting Lillian. I just wanted to call him names with, a, with you know, like a license. But, you know, if you want to take it that way, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Lillian says she'll get right back to you. Just after you text her, uh, Jose texts you back and goes, Swan's still not in U.S. or in America. Do you want to do a virtual meet? And he'll look up from the phone and Maxie will look at the room. Does anyone here wish to virtually meet with Swan? I, I think no. I think well, the I point mean, was to capture him, right? I mean, actually knowing something about Swan, knowing that Redcap wants them, could give oh. us ammunition for the meet. Oh. Hey, look, we know Swan. Here, Here's us meeting with him, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Sure. I am not, I am not very skilled with the virtual meetings. Said? I would suggest one of the three of you meet with Swan. Zed's the talky one. We can set you up in a secure, <laughs> a secure room. What? What is? That way we can advantage? like. Sorry, what? What advantage does this gain, though? I'm not opposed to it, but just what's the angle we're playing? I was thinking, it's a twofold reason. One, we get information and an intro to Swan, who is a huge fixer in this area, which would not only advance our corpse star because well we know swan swan knows us blah 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 but also gives us a bit of information we can use with red cap hey we hear you're looking for swan we have an in maybe yeah i only chose swan because we were given two concrete sources by the iog one was the reporter one was the fixer so may i mean maybe I just feel like best case scenario, you get some intel or a connection. Worst case scenario, you don't. Yeah. It's worth talking to him. And we can be on standby making sure, you know, the line's secure and all that fun stuff. So maybe play it as a... We heard you and him were on opposite sides of the playground. We are too... Possibly, yeah. we're the new kids in the in the neighborhood, and we want. Yeah. To, we heard you guys are fight. You know, you're at odds. Enemy yeah. of my enemy is my friend. All that fun stuff. It's not a bad while, while they're talking about this, Maxi on his phone types yes, and then <laughs> another thumbs up. Jose, Jose sends you a. It's a. It's basically like a. It's basically like a virtual meeting place. It's a dark web spot that will let you do full video. Oh. And sound. Uh, I will. Maxi will hold up his phone, like put his finger on that contact and, and like flick it at Zed. And then it says 15 minutes. He's expecting you. By the way, Maxi, you owe me 10 grand. And then there's another like head exploding emoji, <laughs> and then a, and then a uh, a joy emoji, the sideways crying laughing. <laughs> I mean, Omni can 
pay that, right? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. We'll expense that. Put it. Put it on the okay tab. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So we've got fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get the lily inside of this running, and then let's prep for making sure this is secure. Um, a secure meet. I, I want to make sure we're observing, we're recording, we're um, oh yeah, making sure no one is tapping, tracing that. Yeah, we can take care of that. Okay, I'm gonna go change. Also, it may be worth letting Lillian know that you are meeting with Swan as uh, as Jose passed along that again, Swan and Lillian work together on occasion. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Then let's. <laughs> you- I, I will text Lillian. A point as, as a point of respect <laughs> to Lillian. Yeah. She BTW. Goes, <laughs> she says, wait, now you're meeting with Swan. She goes, what the hell did you get into, girl? She goes, never mind. Tell me later. Right. Yeah. Say hi to him for me. And then you get like a head shake gift <laughs> sent over your glow. Can I send like the like Kristen Bell gift where she's like <laughs> doing that? <Yes>. Yep. <laughs> that okay, that's the Zed, move right now. You change. What are you changing into? A decent. So movie. I'm gonna go uh, three piece suit, black on black on black. Everything is kind of shot through with a silver pinstripe. Okay. I like the idea that Zed knows this is a virtual room and he can wear whatever he wants, but he's dressing up for the the yeah, virtual. Yeah, yeah. He's dressing up for himself personally, <laughs> knowing his avatar can look like whatever he wants it to. Or Zed, whatever Tone wants it to. Zed, I mean, uh, the presumption is you would be all beyond video. Avatars. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Zed never uses virtual avatars. So Zed comes back Zed out. Zed is the avatar. Apex and Joan, give me give me some software checks to set up your yeah. your firewalls. Zed has blue skin and a long tail. <laughs> that Zed is, is a, dre- Zed's dressed like Aang. That's a twenty-eight. How good's that 28? Because I, I can do a re-roll with my Control-Alt-Delete if we need to try it first. I mean, Ooh. it's a 28. It's it's going to be an opposed roll. Anybody who's going to try and hack into it, uh, they've got to beat it. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my thing because I always forget I have it. So I'm going to re-roll. Oh, no. Can I take the first one? No. <laughs> I can't? No, you have to take the revised one because you chose to use it. Okay. Do you have a 28 firewall? So that was a one. (laughs) Plus Uh, all my bonuses. So whatever. Apex is distracted. (laughs) The the virtual world looks like basically just a bricked out room. Right? So you enter the link, and a couple seconds after you enter the link, and Zed, you're standing there. What what kind of posture does Zed have? Oh, I am. I'm like sitting in a chair, lounging back, legs crossed. And I'm presuming the rest of the team is watching from off camera. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although what one of the things that Chone did to be nice to Zed was Chone took like a full body image of Zed mm-hmm. and digitized it as his avatar. 
but Chone touched it up slightly. So like the silver is like it's it's shot through with silver, but the silver like has it's animated. So every once in a while there'll be like a little chase. So it's like a star going across him. And the tie is like a Vanta black. So it is almost a negative space on Zed's chest. Tie right, looks really cool. So look okay. Cool. Couple seconds after you sit down, you see walking into the virtual room is Swan. He is, as described, tall, like he very long arms. Like, but you can now kind of get a better view. Like he's he's got like these knotted muscles that are very like tight. Like he you like he almost he's a very imposing figure in spite of his very cut frame. Like he's not bulky, but he's just like you can see the cords in his muscles. And he's wearing like some almost like athletic looking plants in black with a gray stripe and then like a uh, a red, like a deep blood red, like tank top. And he goes, he goes, I don't know how the fuck you swung this, but you know what? Your whole fucking crew's name went through like 90 databases yesterday and five days ago you were nobody and now the whole fucking world is watching. Off Pretty camera. weird, isn't that? Showing an apex of life. So, what do you want? <laughs> well, a couple things. Uh, I think on one hand, we can probably have a mutual business arrangement that's beneficial to both of us. Uh, you know that we are here stateside from Omni. We've got a lot of pull with them. Feel with your business connections. We can we can cut some deals that'll help each other out, make a lot of money. He goes, I think you've already cut some deals, but get to the point, Corpo. End of the day, I think you have some information that'll help us out. I think we have some information that'll help you out. Um, yeah. Out of what do you have you that'll help business. me out? Um, I mean, I I hear there's a little bit of beef on you and Redcap. Yeah, Redcap's a bitch. Let him come. I'm probably gonna be swinging out his way later. <laughs> what yeah, do you wanna? Well, you, why don't you tell him he's a bitch and let him come? Okay, that's cool. What can you tell me about uh, about why all of uh why our names are on a million different databases? He goes, don't know. He goes, but you got some big eyeballs on you. And I mean, you got the biggest eyeball on you. Sometimes when you're, when you've got the biggest eyeball on you is when it's easiest to get. Look, uh, you're busy, I'm busy. End of the day, I feel like whatever's going on between my crew and Red Cap is gonna blows pretty quick. Do you know what's going on? Have you figured that out yet? And that is the point of this conversation. Because you don't have you any are... clue, do you? I've got pieces of the puzzle. I feel someone of your caliber can give us the, the box that the picture came in. I've got deep pockets and a lot of favors I can throw around. 
He goes, did your boy really get on that you upgrade yourself's barge? Yep. He didn't get pictures, did he? What kind we all look of at Max <laughs> I'm looking us. right at Maxi. <laughs> what kind of what kind of information I are you want gonna pictures trade for the pictures? It depends on how good they are. Alright, I know we're on the clock. Oh. You give me got give me a second. Yeah. I'll pull in my head out of this virtual room for a second. <laughs> I run an advertisement. <laughs> Is it for Omni? 100%. I'm looking over at the group. What have, what have I got to play with here? Do we have Max, pictures? Did you get pictures? Felix may have footage. I did not take any as I do not have those systems with me. I oh, did that's not right. bring you my, smashed, I did you not bring my surveillance glow. equipment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you smashed your glow. Did Can you get a hold of him real fast? How fast can you check? Give me a moment. I stick my head back in. Stand by one second. <laughs> Maxie's going to text the last number Felix gave him, knowing it's likely a burner. Another pizza shows up. Um, I'd like to know, <laughs> what would I roll? What can I roll to try and? There's make no this? roll for it. You're just—it's okay. the last contact number that he called you from, mm -hmm. and so that's what you're trying. Could you spend uh, some, ident he, some uh, he, identical points? He does respond. Ooh, never mind. What are you asking him? Real uh, again, very brief footage from the boat? Question mark. He says some yes. What do you need it for? Leverage. Are you okay? Question mark. Thumb, <laughs> thumb, <laughs> thumb, thumb, smiley face. And then like one, <laughs> one strong arm and one strong leg. <laughs> That's okay. like the longest text he's ever sent. <laughs> oh. Identico. Solving the boomer problem one text at a time. Uh, he says, uh, secure folder, usual drop spot, 10 minutes. So you know there's a, a, a virtual dead drop that you've used in the past with him. And so I'll I'll jump back into the room with Swan. Your uh, yeah, we Zed, your glow lights up ten like with a with a ten minute countdown. Yes, we have some video footage. I need it. And I can have that in 10 minutes. Okay. He uh, he sends over the, the text relay to the virtual room. He goes, send it there. All right. Maxi I'll give will, you, Maxi I'll give will you a pass. Oh, sorry, go ahead. He goes, I'll give you a piece now. He goes... The whole fucking place is about to burn, man. That's not different from any other day. Oh, no. This is different than it's been in 150 years. 
can you be more specific after I get you the video? Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. Enough. But you just wandered through a door you shouldn't have wandered through. Get me the stuff and I'll see what I can help you with. Fair enough. Talk to you soon. He goes, I tell Red Cap he's a bitch. And then he hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> Lillian sends you an address and says two hours. <laughs> oh, okay. Got two hours. It's on the right. Oakland side of the bay, so you've pretty much got to leave, like, now. So we have a location. Can we, as we are going, can we look at the location, satellite video? Maxie, yep. can you give us a tactical assessment where what you think is the best approach for this kind of thing? Yes. Say Let's also... It looks like an old saloon about two blocks off the Oakland Inner Harbor. There's a couple of marinas nearby. Uh, there's a big ass building. What is this building across the street? I don't even know. Let's find out. Um, no, it's a big. Oh, it's a apartment tower across the street. So there's an apartment tower across the street. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in the area. So, but yeah, it looks like an old, looks like an old bar. Yeah. So let's also send that over to the IOG. Okay. Yeah. What's the message? Meeting with Red Cap two hours. That's about it. <laughs> yep. You get back a message from your handler who says, are you insane? Jury is yep. still out on that. Yes. <laughs> he goes, I thought that's what they wanted. <laughs> we'll see what backup we can have in the area. Okay. Uh, I'm in, in the spirit Robert. of Maxi, thumbs up emoji. <laughs> okay. You text Robert. What are you texting Robert? How's that crew shaping up? I've got a few ready to go. I'm going to send him the location and the time. <laughs> and he says, what do you uh, want me to do here? Keep an eye on the situation. I'll be there with my team. If shit goes south, kick it off. Watch our backs. He goes, I need cash up front. How? Sure. Give me a dollar amount. He goes, I got five people, so that's going to be 25. I'll send him 35. <laughs> okay. So it's like, I will buy loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> the Zed way. <laughs> I'm a corporate googe. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you get over to you are you taking your own vehicle? I presume because yeah. I presume Maxie's bringing a whole stack of weapons. With the new plan, Maxie is not bringing the full loadout. Okay. Maxie is. What are all down. of you bringing with you? Oh gosh. 
Do I have anything to prepare for this? Probably not. <laughs> not really. I mean, uh, probably the same loadout that I took to the uh, the uh, the party, but you know, not dressed as well. So my nano soap videos, uh, my basically my computer gear and a pistol. And I think I was yeah. And my vibro katana. Why not? Yeah, weapons, computers, armor. Okay. I'm yeah. just wearing my regular gear, which is armored, and I've got a decked out whisper pistol. Okay. I've got my uh, nano silk overalls and shirt, and um, knife and a pistol that I don't use very well, <laughs> and uh, and you know glow all the computer stuff I'd normally have with me. Okay. Maxie oh, you're driving yourselves? Yep. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Maxie. No, no. Uh, Maxie's bringing his, uh, his carbine, he's bringing his close combat weapons, the knife and the baton, and he's bringing one of his revolvers. Can I mean, we're, didn't we buy a big van? I bought a armor, like a lightly armored SUV. Yes. So, yeah. so there's Maxie room in the back. Forward. There's room in the back, Maxie. If you want to, if you want to bring <laughs> the big gun, we can fit them. Fold down seating, it's fine. I don't believe we will need them, and I would rather have enough equipment than too much equipment. Okay. I I think the general thought is, if we have to shoot our way out, we're going to be dead already. That is what my assumption is. Okay. Probably. Can I text Alondra before we head out? Yeah. Um, I just want to text her an address, that address, and say, might be in trouble in, and then whatever the, whatever the countdown is at. <laughs> you, 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 you guys are driving. So she says, what are you doing? Uh, you know, like a, a meeting. With who? Um, with a red cap. You can get a lot of pots. Back forth, back forth. She says, okay, thank you for letting me know. Thank you for the potential backup in the future. (laughs) Winky face. (laughs) So as you are driving, you're all kind of listening to the news. Uh, The big news out of uh, the different California megaplexes is that someone attacked a uh, entry checkpoint in Angel City this evening with a series of rockets and things like that. They also hit a small Air Force installation. Uh, Is our handler Adeline? Yeah. IOG? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Did we ever get the name of that guy that was in the kilt? Maxine it's okay if we didn't. I just don't. Oh remember. no, you didn't. You didn't. Okay. I might okay. not remember. That. He sat in the corner and looked very dangerous. Maxie oh. was pretty turned on. Right. He he was also super interested in the enhanced people, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to text Adelaine as we're driving and say, "Tell your friend in the kilt that 
we are possibly going to see a definition, though a demonstration of those enhanced folks if shit goes south. He says, what are Ooh. you doing? <laughs> it's not just me. Yes. I feel like that, that's, that's a pretty common question when we go to I, talk to I the people that we work for. I'm I think not that's the, the only episode one. title. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just, I'm just covering the bases. Plus, <laughs> hey, no, showing you what, genius. what's on the table. <laughs> he says, okay, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming it's been 10 minutes, so we've got... Do we have uh, the video from Maxi? You do. So Maxi takes the video from the secured spot, makes a, a copy on his glow, and then sends that copy off to the... The other spot. Actually, I thought it might make more sense for Maxi to transfer it over to either Chone or Apex to do the transfer, as they can likely secure it more. Yep. Give me a software check, one of you. You want me to get it? Um, uh, sure. You're, you're probably you're rolling. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you're, actually rolling better, you're actually better at software. Can we both roll it? <laughs> Go for it. Oh gosh, I've been rolling like crap today. <laughs> I've been rolling good, so it's about time to roll like crap. So I'm I'm leveraging. Okay. Oh, uh, could be worse. Twenty four. You've deposited. You think it's pretty secure? Were we able to make a copy of it? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I was going to say, I would let's pull up. Let's pull up the footage. Okay, while you are driving, in the footage, you see... Do either of you two have medical? Probably not. No. No. You you can't tell if the bodies that you're seeing that are kind of suspended at 45 degree angles on what look like really fancy backboards. Above each one of them, you see a set of monitors. Um, Most of them look for relatively normal, except for two. Two of them stand about six foot six. They have white skin. And by when I say white, I mean like the color of my bookshelf, right? Hyper elongated ears, no nose, claws, humanoid in appearance. That's creepifying and terrifying. But there's at least at least a dozen bodies in the footage what that the are, like I said, suspended on these backboards or like to? strapped down. Are any of them moving? Nope. Oh, they are the worst. Maxie says absolutely nothing about the footage. So, okay. Fast forwarding. You arrive at the location. One quick one quick little thing just as we're arriving. Uh-huh. A- Apex gets a text from Chone uh, on her glow that just says less than symbol 3 in the letter U. Aww. <laughs> and and Chone's like like completely zoned into their glow and not really paying attention to where we are right. If anyone is Did Swan send us anything while we were driving? Not yet. <laughs> if anyone is paying attention, Apex just kind of like, you know, just kind of looking at her glow like she always does and just kind of like like it's tears up. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like tries to hide it hide it in and uh, sends back the same thing with a little two on the end. Exact same thing now happens on the other side of the car. I'd like to say that 
I'd like to say that uh, that Maxi gets a, just a glimpse of this in the rear view as he's looking up. And then there's just the, the smallest like hint of a smile on his face as he's driving. Aww. Aww. Alright. Zed's been riding shotgun and he's just like completely oblivious. Social media. <laughs> well, social media's not a big thing in the future. I'm like scrolling fashion magazines. There you go. So you arrive at the location. It's a two-story white boxy building. The second story is all like lined with windows around the top of it. Um, there are two signs at the corner where you can see the entrance to the building and they literally just say saloon. That's all. And uh, on the west side of the building, there's a single door. Uh, it's framed out by white panels that have like little anchors and nautical stars on them. It does not appear to be opened in the traditional sense of the word. There a network available on that building? Nope. Give me a networks check. I was gonna say that's pretty old school. <laughs> the saloon is in a Faraday cage. <laughs> Thank you. It's a twenty-nine. Uh, it's Ooh. not a Faraday cage, but it is a dead zone, like completely dead. Hmm. Oof. I relay that information. Like, there's a very old part of town. Uh, it still has above ground power lines that run north south down the street next to the building. Uh, you do see a small satellite dish on the corner of the building, but it doesn't look to be active based on what you're seeing in your tech head right now. Uh, that's about okay. it. Do we have a exit strategy if things go south? <laughs> I believe that's what I am here for. Joan points at Maxi. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I feel good with our exit strategy. Thank you. <laughs> so on the drive over, obviously we looked at this building on satellite. Yeah. Did we see any kind of movement coming into or out of the building? Nope. Do we get there right on time or a little bit early? Uh, you're like two minutes early. Are there any other cars out there? There's a bunch parked on the street. It's not, I mean, it's it's early evening, so you see a few people kind of meandering about. And there's an apartment building behind you. Um, it looks like across the street is like an open air market uh, that's currently closed. Kind of kitty corner to the, to the saloon. Um, across the street is a coffee shop. Again, it looks closed. It's a three-story building. Next to that's an office building. Again, it's you know mid-evening, so there's not a lot going on in this particular area. The streets are dirty. In fact, there's a white dumpster just kind of sitting on the side of the road that's been tagged all get out. This wow. is a two or three-story building. Two-story. Two. Two-story. Are we uh, ready to meet Red Cap? <sighs> Might as well head in. Yes. All right, Ted, go get him. I mean, we're coming with you, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred we'll percent. I mean, we're, we're with you. I'm not right behind you. To, I'm not opposed to going in first, and you can just 
keep an eye on things. We're your muscle. We got it. Before we leave the vehicle, <laughs> I need to know which one of you would like to carry this. And Maxi reaches into a pouch on his BDUs and pulls out what appears to be an oversized smoke grenade. I mean, I'll take it. Is, 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 is that the oh shit button, Maxi? It is one of the oh shit buttons. I mean, I've never used one before. I have zero experience, but I'll take it. If it's like, if it's like the uh, the games we've been playing, you just pull the pin and then start spewing smoke, smoke, and just throw it. What happens when we push the button, Maxi? When you push the button, you will have until a six count to place the device or throw the device where you'd like that device to detonate. I suggest not throwing the device until you see me throw the device, unless I am incapacitated or dead, and then throw the device at will. Are we talking like smoke or are we talking explosion? <laughs> it will it will create a small explosion that will likely deafen okay. and possibly temporarily blind someone and then begin to spew an infrared 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 thank you chone an infrared dampening smoke ah. got it so like cool. close your eyes plug your ears and run it's best not to be in the room when the smoke bomb goes off okay. so you don't want to be in the room when it happens the room where it happens. <laughs> Let's go. Um, uh, that was good. Was that a joke? Um, it was. Yeah, it's a good one. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> you, you walk into the the saloon. That's objectively marked saloon. Zed's, uh, you walk, Zed's the spurs clanging as he climbs the small stairs. <laughs> you, uh, You're not stairs. wearing cowboy clothes. Did Zed I just change. want to clarify that. I just like to think you're wearing spurs. Not cowboy clothes, but like spurs. But like you nice shoes and spurs. Why would you wear spurs if you're not wearing cowboy clothes? Because <laughs> they make a jingle when you walk. <laughs> and they it's go with your chaps. Move. They go with your chaps. And they did, are a weapon, technically. Did Zed change? That's the important question. Yeah, are you still in the snazzy suit? I'm are you still the man in black? Suit. I like, okay. I like okay. that suit. You're full okay, on so Johnny Cash. Very nice. Nice, suit. nice suit. You walk in and walk past like what appears to be a defunct host station. Um, the bar floor has essentially been cleared almost completely. There's some tables over on one side that look like they've all been pushed to the side. Um, but there is a single round table set in the middle of the room. Sitting at the table is a man. He looks to be about 5'8". Looks to be Southwest Asian in descent. He's got medium-length hair you know, tastefully combed to the side. He's wearing a like a white linen shirt. Like a light shirt. And he's wearing like some gray pants uh, with black like just kind of walk around shoes almost like like loafers but less fancy okay but leather and uh sitting on the table is uh, a bottle of whiskey and five glasses and there are five chairs and he says come in I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up to him. Uh, 
I'm assuming you are Jean. Who the fuck is Jean? I made an assumption. He goes, you asked for the meat, it's your nickel. And he pours five glasses of whiskey. You actually do see him unseal the bottle (laughs) and then pour five (laughs) glasses. And then he takes a sip and he goes, go ahead. I'll sit down. Uh, But I'm just kind of holding the glass. I'm not actually drinking from it. (laughs) Maxi will sit and pick up the glass, make a a a small salute and take a sip, put the glass down. Well, we just wanted to have a, a chat figured you were after us wanted to know what was going on maybe we can cut out all this skullduggery and stuff subterfuge I got my orders from whom my boss who is does it matter I thought you already knew who I worked for Do you have one boss or do you have multiple bosses? I work primarily for one, but I'll take orders from any of them if necessary. Okay. I mean, we know who you work for. You know who we work. We don't know why you were tailing us. And that seems to be a point of contention. So I was tailing you because I was told to put tails on you to watch your activities. That's all. Why? He points at Apex because you were working with them. Okay, that's not doing a whole lot to prove that this isn't all my fault. Um, It was kind of your fault. It's not really your fault anymore. I mean, that's kind of a good thing. He goes, see, this was all supposed to be real simple. But then y'all found my people. And then y'all got in the way of some other stuff. Well, I mean, they were kind of clumsy. Yeah, I know. It happens. It's hard to find good help these days. Should have come straight to us. We could have helped. Probably not. So can I do an insight check to, like, get a sense? Is how how much he's lying right now? Yeah. 26. You don't think he's lying. Wow. Oh uh, so now what? I don't know. I said it's your meeting. It's your nickel. What do you want? I think the question is what you want from us. You're the one tailing us. My job. I don't- is I to don't gather information he... and pass it to the people who want it. They wanted to know what you were doing. That's all. It's that simple. I don't think it's ever that simple. It's always that simple. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. 
Um, I just, I feel like there's more that they want than just to observe. I think it's funny that you think they told me why they wanted the information. It's true. Nobody's going to really tell him anything. They're just going to use him as a middleman and then dump him when he's not useful. He he smirks at that. <laughs> I mean, that's the way the world works, right? Unless you're on top, you're using everybody underneath you. And Chone kind of shoots the side eye at Zed at that. but <laughs> he, look, he looks at you, he goes, you are awfully cynical. I've had a good teacher. They're not wrong. He goes, aren't they? But wrong? He lost me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually do the important meetings. (laughs) Until as of like five days ago. He takes another (laughs) sip of his he takes another sip of his whiskey. You just try it. It's good stuff. What does he the bottle wrong. say? What does the bottle it's a, say? It's a it's a very expensive Japanese whiskey. It's a age twenty five years oh, in Chone sherry thing. casks. Chone will take a sip and then probably have to take some sort of determination roll to be able to not embarrass themselves. <laughs> it goes down really smooth. It's very oh, okay. very expensive whiskey. No burn. Has a wow. very, has a very like almost, uh, almost uh, oaky flavor to it, Oof. right? A little bit of smoke smell. Um, <laughs> out of character question: What was our goal with this meeting? <laughs> I think we're supposed to wait until the IOG sweeps in and grabs him, so we're stalling for time. Are we stalling? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're just stalling for time right now. But see, you guys haven't sent a signal to anybody to do anything. (laughs) There was a signal? I didn't know what the plan was. Were we supposed to set up a signal? (laughs) We told them we're coming here. That was kind of it. It's like, watch it. And the time frame... What more did they want? <laughs> I mean, in, in all honesty, Chone figured what would happen is we would have to be, and then as we, they would sweep in and grab him, grab uh, Redcap while Redcap was trying to exfil. Yeah, I so, kind of thought Redcap would like immediately do something. Uh, no. Assuming this is Redcap, which we don't. That's true. We don't. Uh, That's a good point. He goes. So sure. Sure meeting. Any other questions? Um, what's your name? They call Sorry. me Red Cap. What's your real name? He goes, none of your business. <laughs> okay. Is Red Cap an individual or a team of individuals? It's me. Oh, Swan says you're a bitch. like he audibly like chuckles at that he uh uh he says yeah next time you talk to him tell that motherfucker i'm gonna come for him eventually i I believe he actually said to bring it 
Yeah, he, he. Yeah, we talked to him earlier. He said, "Go ahead." He goes. Y'all just. He goes ratcheted it up. He goes. I'm impressed. <laughs> really. I mean, it's the best way to get to the top. I don't do subtle. That is I true. Mean, <laughs> end of the day, we walked into something that was already in motion that seemed yeah. to involve us, and well, we don't know why. Because see. She had some information and we wanted to know where she got it. Okay. It's very yeah. simple. But then we found out she's going to be working with you chuckleheads and that's all well and good. That's nice. So we'll just follow all of you around. He goes, you made the teams because, you know, like I said, good help is hard to come by and maybe you're a little more perceptive than we had originally thought. And maybe the IOG buried a mole in my first surveillance team. Oh. I remember Which that. Which is why all those fools yeah. were dead. So. Kind of makes Yeah. So. He goes, we wanted to know where she got information. She's working with you chuckleheads. You got caught in the middle. Plus, you're kind of caught in the middle of something else. But that's Omni's problem, not really yours. I mean, we represent Omni, so... That's true, but we're thinking they didn't oh, give you all the information. Classic corporations. That's normal. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, you but right now, we have the information that is most pertinent to everybody. Which is what? The knowledge of who those four individuals are. Okay. Damn. Pulling out the big guns. So he goes, presuming I believe that she told the four of you, if you confirm that and I confirm that to my bosses, well, I can't be controlled. I can't control what happens after that. But you, I mean, you haven't come after me yet. So far, it's just been observation, right? Right. Because I wasn't told to kill you. Do you think I just kill people randomly? I don't know you. No, that is ineffective. See? Okay. So, do you have further orders from them, or you still just at the wait and observe? Stage? I don't know. I told them I was going to come here and have a little chat with you, so we'll see what they say after the fact. Oh, that's cool that they know that. Wow. I told you we should have told somebody we were coming here. I did. We did. You we told, told multiple people, people we were coming here. You told all the people. <laughs> Maxie, shut up. <laughs> like, that was out of like, character. Five different factions. No, no. Maxie just said right that. <laughs> and Joan said that. Maxie, shut up. <laughs> A lot of people know we're here. That's fine. I assumed, I assumed that you already knew that we had told people. Yeah, I presumed. So. With so there's no point said, in attempting a deception. No. So, uh, unless there's anything else, I'm going to bid you guys a good night. Keep the bottle. Have Chun a great send, day. Chone sends a message to Abigail. Or was Abigail? Was her? No. Abigail's your sister. Never mind. Adeline. <laughs> Adeline. It was an A name. It's getting late. Sorry. Adeline that just says it, it's just the uh, a red baseball hat. Okay. That's it. I just tells her that you've made contact. So he goes, so like I said, keep the whiskey, have a great day. 
And uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other again soon. Before you leave. He stands up. Yeah. Might we inquire that you can confirm in some way that you are indeed Redcap? I would hate to think that we met with an imposter. He goes, I have no means of proving that to you besides just telling you who I am. I mean, it's not like I carry around a business card. No, but it would not be the strangest thing for someone to use a mouthpiece in a meeting such as this. He pulls out a glow and he hits the send button and it goes to all four of your glows. And he goes, that's the digital signature that I use when I'm hiring people. Have it verified. Have a great day. And he puts. Are you offering us employment? No, no. (laughs) Chone is immediately attempting to hack his glow. Give me a software check. Nice. Oh, damn it. One die was nice to me. The other one, Uh, the important one that was nice to me. So that is a 30. Not quite. Like you bounce right off of it. Like somebody has installed, it may or may not have been him, but somebody has installed some top tier. Like this is Millspec Corp security level. Yeah, I rolled a 19 and a one. Wait, control control delete. Do you have it too? I have it too. The glow is wrapped in aluminum foil. All right, I'm changing changing dice. Looks like a swan. (laughs) Nope, 25. Uh, No. It's a bad luck. Uh, Maxi, you you have something. (sighs) Throw the grenade. Throw the grenade. It sounded like you were going to do an action before Chone went. Control, (laughs) delete. Just start oh no! Shooting. I was I was saying I was simply saying the glow is wrapped. I was making a joke about the tinfoil okay. wrapped glow. Uh, so, so no, I was not taking action. He starts walking toward the back of the saloon. Wait. <laughs> Maxi looks at the group. I send another message. Just says exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> Hold on. We haven't gotten to the real topic of why we needed to meet with you. We need he goes, he goes, <laughs> to he get looks, down to business. Literally a wristwatch and he's like, make it quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kind of like sit back in the chair, take a slow sip of whiskey. Like I'm just... so worried right now. I'm so <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, just slow sip of whiskey and I'm going to say, now, what do you want, really? Do you want to be this uh, goon who works for these powerful people, only follows orders, doesn't make any decisions of your own? What are your actual ambitions? He goes, does it matter to you? I just like if we're gonna be, you know, cat and mousing it, I feel like we should have a deeper understanding of each other. He goes, so I'll leave you with this. <laughs> Why do you do the things that you do? Because my sister was murdered by a corporation. Okay. 
Everyone has their reasons for doing what they do. I have mine. And they don't really matter to you. He goes, one second. And you see him look down at his little smartwatch again. And he kind of taps a couple things out. And he goes, well, this should be interesting. He goes, I really do have to go now. Just as a note, it sometimes matters very much why people do what they do. He goes, you're absolutely right. It does. But does it matter to you why I do what I do? I asked. And he kind of like gives you a like a single finger like and continues walking toward the back of the saloon. Uh, Maxi will leap up from his chair and give chase. Oh, roll, okay. roll initiative. Oh, oh no. Oh no. I don't even okay. Is a 17. <laughs> okay. Apex or said uh, I'm, that's not running out of the bar. Is that just staying in the bar? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what, what did Chone get? 18. Chone? But that, that's the bar. Just a one. Okay. Uh, actually, with that, Maxi, you have initiative. Go ahead. Perfect. You hate me, don't you, Dave? So. Let's see. What was that talent I was going to use? I'm looking at a talent real quick here. I know we're, I think we're coming up on time here shortly, so we'll try and make this quick. Jesus. I did say try to make this quick. No, you're fine. There it is. So, uh, ladies and gents, when you are, uh, when you're playing a game, you should probably have the rule book open. Uh, it takes Whoops. way less time to find the thing you want when you are if looking at the thing that contains the thing you want. When you go okay. to playidentica.com, you can get that rule book. You can. Ah. You can. Nice. Ding, ding. What's your move, Maxi? Maxi is, I'm looking to use under arrest. Okay, so that um, gives you a bonus. So I'm double checking real quick. You'll probably find it before I do because you wrote the game and you are one of the gentlemen that wrote the game. You'd be surprised how often I have to look things up because I don't remember where we wrote. Dear <laughs> <laughs> Talents, where are you? Oh, I, I think this would be a great time to run a commercial. <laughs> okay, here it is. Oh, I already I'm plugged gonna... the website and the book. <laughs> Plug the stickers. Do you know that there are holiday adventures for Identico that you too can play? There's a new one Merry that's going to come out this year. Merry Heistmas. Available where you find fine things like Identico. I want to play a holiday heist. I know. I, I totally actually uh, want to play okay. a holiday heist. Too. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like fun. We're coming back for Christmas as a team if we're still okay. alive. You get a <laughs> plus three bonus on top of your normal bonuses. Okay. Very good. And they will be subdued. So I assume you're trying to basically tackle him and put him in like a submission hold. Correct. Okay. Give me a D20 roll. All right. What skill would you like me to use? Would you like me to use martial arts? Yes. I think that'd be fine. Sounds good to me. So add your martial arts, your agility bonus, and then you have an additional plus three. No. He did not okay, roll very is... well. <laughs> 
So that's going to be a 26. Uh, yeah. So he attempts to do like this fancy, like, like side roll over very parkoury. Um, but you are like barreling into him and you manage to tackle him and essentially put his arm up behind his back and his wrist is somewhere between his shoulder blades right now. Is it the, is it the arm that contains his glow? No, that's like, back in his he, pocket. Okay. So with uh, Maxie's so with Maxie's free hand, Maxie's going to grab for his glow and okay. try and like just toss it over his shoulder. Okay. Get to that Zed. <laughs> oh, you were ready for it? I'm totally <laughs> Zed is sitting at the table very shocked at what just happened. And does okay. not take an action. So uh Maxie, you're gonna give me an opposed agility check because he's gonna try and we- wiggle his way out. All right help if he rolled better than that. Is it straight agility or can I continue to use martial arts? You can continue to use martial arts. Alright. 18 plus 5 24 yeah, you win. or 23. Okay. He's trying to wiggle out but can't <laughs> quite get there. Apex, what are you doing? I would like to try to catch the glow. Can well, I do like... I haven't. So so Maxie has not actually thrown the glow yet. My oh, action was to tackle him and grapple him. He's oh. just prepping that one. Yeah. Damn. So Apex, any actions? Oh. Shit. Um, well, then, if that's the case, then I'm texting Alondra um, to say, we're in trouble, but they're trying to find out who you are. And that's okay. my action. Action. Chone. <laughs> Chone is going to send a final text saying, Red Cap in custody, please exfil. Hey. When you are, as you are sending that, you can actually now hear the sounds of what sound like heavy machine gun and rocket fire coming from nearby. Maxi. All right, Maxi is going to do the thing where you're grabbing his glow and tossing it. Maxi's going to put him out. Okay, so we're, now you're gonna try and uh, put him into a sleeper. I'm, I'm, hole. Literally, yeah, I'm gonna knock. I'm knocking him unconscious. So that's okay. the attempt. So you're gonna are you? You're, so in order to do that while maintaining the grapple, you'd essentially go into a sleeper. Okay. Yep. That's what I'm planning. Okay. So roll me another grapple check with your martial arts. All right. He's gonna try and wiggle out. Wow, that is a terrible roll. That dice is fired. <laughs> Nineteen. That definitely does it. So you're right. starting to. You're beginning the process of knocking him unconscious. So, Zed. like, Maxi, Maxi has his one arm pinned behind him, and he threw yeah. his other arm actually behind his neck, and he's kind of pulling him backward, almost like bending yeah. him backward into his arm. Yep. Zed? So I heard the gunfire, right? Yeah. Boom. And rocket fire. I'm going to go look out the door and see what's happening. Uh, <laughs> from It looks like from a, about a block away... It looks like somebody is firing on um, personnel carrier drones from another building nearby. Can I see it, make out any identification on the Give personnel carrier? Give me carriers? a perception check. Can my watcher help with this? Like zoom yes. in? I have that robot eye. That was a <laughs> terrible roll. 15. 15? 
Okay. Uh, one of the personnel carrier drones, uh, so there's three drones that you can see now that you're looking close. One's a personnel carrier drone. It has, uh, it says UN on the side, and it's being escorted by two Silicon City PD drones. Quadcopters. And with that, we'll go to Redcap, who's going to make one last attempt to wiggle out before he's unconscious. <laughs> also, that dice is fired. <laughs> How many dice 20, do you have there? 21. <laughs> A lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, he does not successfully wiggle out. Apex. Okay. Well, if I see that Maxi has him completely restrained, can I kind of saunter up and take the glow out yeah. of his pocket? Yoink! Yep. Yoink! <laughs> hey, you do that, Chone? Chone is going to very carefully reseal the bottle of whiskey and slip it into their messenger bag. Uh, wrapping it in a spare shirt that they're carrying, which is identical to the shirt that they're wearing. Was that the snotty shirt? No, 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 oh, no. Again. Good. Chone has like seven of those. You're wearing okay. one. They're wearing one. Two are dirty on the floor. One's in the bag. All right. Um, Maxie, you have successfully knocked him unconscious. All of this has transpired in about 11 seconds. <laughs> like Maxie, everything that you've all done so far. Maxie looks over his shoulder and says, we need to go. Yo. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a bunch of fuckers shooting at each other out there. Let's, let's I hear. Go. Let's go. Yep. Joan okay. runs for the car. I also run. Okay. Clutching the glove. Maxi, what are you doing? Uh, Maxi is uh, using. <laughs> Maxi's going to use Redcap's shoelaces, okay, uh, from his loafers to okay. bind his hands, and then <laughs> like basically just throw them over his shoulder and run out with them. Okay, give me <laughs> just because. Give me a. Do, 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 do. Give me a tactics check to do the knot. Okay. It's just like 20. Okay. So you have bound him. Zed, what are you doing? Now that you are watch, standing outside watching things. <laughs> so uh, the SC, the Silicon City PD copters are firing back at those positions. Um, but it looks like the UN copter has taken hits to two of its rotors like two of its quadcopter rotors, and it looks like it's listing really bad. So is there any fire in our immediate area, like any crossfire by the SUV? No, give me another perception check. All right, I am going to run to the SUV and like throw open a back door. Okay, your SUV is right out front. Yeah, Chone's it hopping is, in the driver's seat. It is currently facing south on the road. 24. Okay. You don't see any fire from within a block of you. It looks like they're set up on a nearby position. But not so yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw open one of the back doors and hold it open so Maxi can throw okay. the body in. Maxi, where are you? Chone, you're in the driver's seat. Apex, yep. you're jumping shotgun. shotgun. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maxi Maxi uh, Maxi actually like we pop the back of the the SUV open. 
throw him in the back and Maxi will climb in with him, kind of keeping his knee on Redcap's back. Okay. In the back. And and Zed, you're jumping in the back seat. Yeah. Okay. So you're currently facing south on that road, Joan. Which way do you want to go? Which way was the gunfire? Uh, the gunfire is northwest of you. Then we go south. Away from the gunfire. Away from Perfect. the gunfire. <laughs> That's the right choice. <laughs> Joan, well done. Joan actually watched a defensive driving video during their basic Wait, training. Uh, <laughs> like offensive as in like it was hard to watch or? No, no defensive <laughs> driving. Oh, okay. It was, okay. It was called. You said blood. offensive driving. No, it was called blood on the streets. It was, it was horrifying. <laughs> so you go down about half a block to where the next intersection is. You can turn. Uh, it looks like another block is the water south, and so you can basically go west or east on that road. And it looks like there is uh, like little trolley train tracks. Okay. That run east-west there. I'm gonna f- go away from the water, following the trolley train tracks, and with like Apex, would you please get me a path out of here on the nav? Yes. While while <laughs> that's going on in the back. Uh, okay. Maxi kind of looks down at Redcap and looks over at Zed. Hold him. Like in a tender embrace? <laughs> Zed. Zed, hold him. What do you want me to do, man? This isn't my kind of gig. Oh you want me to God. dim the lights for you, too? I mean, I'll, I'll do my him. best to help. I need you to hold him down while I dig out his chip. So, oh, oh shit! So you start going east. Um, Apex, give me a perception check. Zed, you're holding him down. Maxi, you're pulling out a knife. Yeah. So Maxi still has his knee on on Redcap's back, and he's using he's he's using his own glow to try to find his chip. Okay. Uh, Nineteen on perception. Okay. You think there are two small drones following you? Okay, I will let the others know. Can I try to hack them? Yes. Hell yeah. Give me a networks check. Zed, you're holding him down. Maxi, give me a determination check to dig his chip out. Ooh. What'd you get, Apex? I think this is my first good roll of the night. I got a net 20. Uh, so that's a total of 31. Nice! Feeding a... So they've got a rangefinder on you, a targeting rangefinder on you, and they are feeding it to a car that looks like it's a block north of you and paralleling you. Did, uh, Apex, I, did that include your tech head, by the way? It did. Can okay. I upload a little virus? Yeah, give me a software check. <laughs> Is it the same virus that you sent? Oh, yeah, that's my virus. <laughs> uh, 21. Okay. Since that overloads the sight pictures on the drones, they sure both run into power lines and fall down. Maxi, what did you get for your determination? I got a dirty 20. Okay. So it. No, sorry. No, it. no, correction. It's a 19. I'd have no, I have zero bonus to determination. So <laughs> it's a hard 19. So you, it. You mangle his arm up pretty good, but you do get a chip out. 
Rob. Which way are you going, Joan? Uh, You're currently traveling east. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching over and slapping at the navigation screen, trying to pull something up. Because uh, uh, you can hit the home button. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I hit. Okay, so because I figure that's getting me away from here. It tells you to drive another half a mile and get on the 280 which will take you around and then it's going to have you flip around or sorry, the 880. And so as you are getting to the on-ramp onto the freeway, you see two black sedans spin in from a side street behind you. Oh no. And that's where we're going to stop. Oh. Can I get one line off before we sure. stop? Yes. Maxie, I think they're here for you. <laughs> and that's where we'll leave it tonight. Whew. Thank you, everybody. Boy, was that an eventful session. That wow. was busy. Wow. Okay. A lot of things <laughs> all happened right at the end there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, running down the line. Uh, Kaylee, where can they find you on the interwebs? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at the handle GGKaylee. Or you can find me at redemptionpodcast.com where we release our episodes every other Monday, including this Monday. Hey, and Caleb, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the social the Caleb G, and you can hear me over PG Academy Twitch playing 13th Age every other week, uh, which will be tomorrow. Perfect. And Steph? Uh, you can find me on all the social medias at Starlit Firefly, and you can hear me on the Welcome to St. Paxton podcast, which is at St. Paxton podcast. Okay. And Maxie, Ma uh, Michael, where can we find uh -huh. you? <laughs> you Same can thing. find me on the socials uh, at Loser MLW uh, everywhere, pretty much. And you can find me on the Redemption podcast running again every, every other Monday uh, with, uh, with our friend Katie. Uh, it'll be quite the quite the shindig, and he'll be after your lucky charms too. Oh no! They're magically delicious. They are. They're they're magically delicious. Everyone, thank you for hanging out with us. For all of our YouTube viewers, I hope you're enjoying the series. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us, and we will be back on this channel wednesday where i will correct joe about his incorrect star wars opinions get yes. it we will also yes. having arguing general... from the fact-based kick his ass sea bass okay <laughs> general general just good time drink and chat stream this wednesday 7 p.m right, pacific and hopefully soon we're going to be announcing our next show that will be replacing angel city stories if you haven't caught up on angel city stories that show's now done but now you can listen to the entire series because the last episode posted on youtube i think today and so you can listen to the entire angel city stories podcast from start to finish all 50 some odd episodes um and uh thank everybody for coming and have a great so night long. Farewell. Farewell. We say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>